Hello, welcome to the tech stack. Thank you for joining us today. Um, we're going to shift our attention slightly away from the engineering side of uh, technology and focus on the community out there. Uh, it's an area that's had its struggles over the last 18 months or so with uh, no physical meetups, people just moving online and, and probably not as much networking. Um, and as successful as it can be, I think everyone has come to uh, been subject to that recent phenomenon of Zoom fatigue from time to time. So putting aside the irony that my guest is over Zoom today, uh, I'm really pleased to welcome to the show someone who knows all about this world, uh, Dennis McCarthy, founder of London Infrastructure as Code Meetup. Dennis, hey, how are you? I'm good. Thanks very much for inviting me on. I'm looking forward to getting into some of your questions and just having a chat in general about the whole Meetup area. Absolutely. Well, it's an interesting one, isn't it? And, and it's, it's not necessarily something I've seen too many people speak about in the last year so hopefully we can dig a bit deeper into it yeah um i think what'd be great is if if you could give us a bit of an introduction to yourself and uh you know the area of technology you're in as well yeah so my name is dennis mccarthy <laughs> nice to meet you um i guess i've been involved with sort of technology i guess um in an it field um i guess back in the day i was an operator doing 12-hour shifts you know that got me Kind of that was like my first sort of IT job, um, but then it sort of soon moved out to more specialised areas like HP Open View for monitoring, and then into Unix, um, and then into sort of the cloud side of things. There's a whole lot of automation around that CI/CD. You know, um, yeah, that's that, that's it. You know, now now I'm I guess I, I'm more concentrating on the consulting side, um, mainly using Ansible automation tools, but then they hook into a lot of different other areas. Um, yeah, okay. so, yeah, it's a really good place to, I guess, reach out from a meetup perspective into all those different technologies and all those different people at every level. So, yeah, that's kind of, well, kind of... interesting. Your, your career has obviously taken that sort of natural prog progression as infrastructure has evolved. Um, on the on the meetup side, presumably you've always been interested in in sharing knowledge and experience with people. So, is is that where the foundation of the idea for the Infrastructures Code Meetup came from? I think it, it came out of my own. Um, I'd go to meetups myself. Um, I'd want to learn about AWS or something or another technology, and I'd sign myself up and go along, and I'd eat the pizza and drink their beer, which is great. That's kind of the other the other good side of meetups. Always a perk. Yeah, um, but I, I'd find myself sitting there watching what they're doing and thinking, "This is amazing," and then, you know, I wish I could do it. And that and that was it. I couldn't, you know, and there was no sort of in for me. You know, I I could go online. You know, maybe that particular technology wasn't easy to set up myself or get started. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where I come from. There were so many things I wanted to be able to do. Like you hear the word CICD and Jenkins and all these other automation tools and orchestration sort of programs. And it's like, well, how do I get into that? And it's a real difficult question when you're when you're starting out and you want to learn these tools. Um, you, you're sort of in at this level is people that already know what they're doing and I guess I kind of wanted to offer something to people where they didn't have to be at that level. They could just come in, get some starter code, see how to set it up, and then take it further themselves once they kind of got started. So, so at first it was it was quite top tier, was it? So if if you were to go to a meetup, it felt really like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it. I mean, some some of the people there may well have. Yeah. You know, again, meetups attract a wide sort of cross section of the sort of IT community. Um, and people at every level doing slightly different jobs that they're all going to get something different out of a, a meetup, you know, 
So uh, people, who, people who know you uh, yeah. and, and your meetup, presumably that that gap's been closed, has it? So you you could walk into the next meetup and go, oh, I can start to get a bit of an idea about well, this I'd, particular tech. Yeah, I, I'd hope so. Um, all all the meetups that we have go online to the YouTube channel, so you can kind of catch up if you aren't there. A lot of the time, people sort of say they can, so they put their name down to come, and it's always a big problem with meetups. Is maybe fifty percent of the people that actually put down that they're going to come will actually show up and it's the same online as well um but because you've got the meetup available as a video or sort of like a video cast or whatever you want to call it after afterwards they people can watch it at their own leisure how many do i don't know but i'm sure there's de- there'll be a few sort of people in there that will want choice parts of a meetup so they'll sort of skip ahead and get past yeah. all the stuff that i talk about <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there is i mean once something's online even years down the line, people might find it for, for some reason, won't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so in an ideal world, um, you mentioned earlier the beer and pizza. Uh, we all love that, but we we do know we've been thrown into a, a pandemic over the last year or so. Yeah. So, um, how much of a struggle has that been for you as both an organizer, but also for the community as well? I think um, you know this this pandemic has changed how people work. You know, going forward. And initially, when you, everything stopped, nobody was going anywhere. We were all told to stay at home and not go to work unless we absolutely had to. Um, it was I, I didn't have an online meetup until July, I think, so quite a few months after it started. I think everyone was kind of sort of finding their feet. Everything went online. Everyone was on video Zoom calls and trying to work remotely and interact with other people. And it, it, I think it took a bit of getting used to. For a lot of people and you know in the meetup world i think it did take a bit of a back seat in a lot of people's lives because when you're in uh, you're at home in front of a screen you know maybe all day video calls or something you know the last thing you want to do is at six or seven o'clock at night is to then go online you know what your dinner's ready or you've got jobs to do around the house or you know you've you've got your your family time and it's really hard to then expect people to then come along six or seven you know so um it did work for some people um but not you know i, I think um yeah in a majority although it moved online that thing you mentioned at the beginning zoom fatigue you know that that did kick in and you would see it, like numbers drastically sort of fall off initially mm. um i think later on after we've done a few on sort of more niche subjects specific subjects we have had um it has been a rise but then it's people that really want to learn about that specific subject. We did one recently on network automation and it didn't have that many attend. There was only about 40 people there, but those 40 people were all network engineers and they wanted to know how to do something. And it was really, you know, it's quite intense for the people that were doing the talks. They had lots of questions. There was lots of interaction. There was a chat room afterwards where everyone went and we were there for maybe half an hour after the talks finished, just people, oh, that's chatting, great. you know, and it, yeah. So there is a still a community there. And I think they yeah. still want to be able to share their, you know, share that with other people. Um, but yeah, that's that's the effect it's had. I think. Well, well, that's I mean, that's great to hear that you had that half hour chat room afterwards because <laughs> yeah. that that can be a, a, a real struggle, can't it? I um I joined. It wasn't a meetup, but it was an online uh, uh, event a few months ago. Yeah. And they had a they had a chat box, but I didn't feel like it was actually being uh, used or monitored. And you kind of thought, right. well, what's the point here? Um, if you offer it and you say ask questions. Yeah um so for you guys actually to be talking afterwards and, and completely unplanned um, yeah that must have felt great um it was it felt like you know i couldn't necessarily 
partake in it because I didn't know a lot about network automation, but the guys knew what they were talking about and I just left them to it. I was sitting there watching and they was, you know, it was just going backwards and forwards. It was, it was good to see. So yeah. that sounds like that happens quite naturally. Um, yeah. and, and you obviously said, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's been some challenges and it was, went a bit of time before you did the first one online. But since then, have you been learning to uh, adapt the, the, the processes and exactly how your meetups take place? Um, yes, it's all—it's almost, you know, I, I go for a walk with my dog. And while I'm on that walk, I get, you know, in the morning or whenever it is, I get a chance to sort of have a think about these things. And I've got quite a few ideas about this sort of stuff, you know, about what, what would be good, what I should try. And one of the recent ones was to actually give like a lunchtime meetup a go. Um, and it was just one meetup, so sorry, one one subject and a demo, so one talk and a demo, um, and it just, the, I guess the timing, um, it was just much better for some people because you didn't have to, you know, in the evenings it's family time or you, you time. It also opened up um, the ability to get people in from other countries as well. So we had, I did have some US people join. We have quite a few people from India join as well, as well as speakers because it, it opens up that time zone all of a sudden. You know, yeah. our middle of the day is someone's morning and someone's evening. So although it's quite small, it is actually sort of a bit global in a way, you know, if, if you can count America and India as global. But obviously there was Brazil in there and I think we had some South African people. So it, it does feel like there's a it's, it's it's got bigger than it ever could have done if it was just in a room in London. And, and what know. are so sorry, you say they're lunchtime with one subject, but how, how does that yeah. work exactly? So it's just a, a specific subject. So if I have a quick look, so my last two lunchtime sessions were one on setting up um, Elk Stack or Elastic Stack and using Grafana to monitor um, servers for their performance and memory and stuff. Um, and it was providing all the code. If you had a server, you could literally just join with us. Um, and the next one was just setting up a Jenkins pipeline. You know, just a simple one update my website, but I'm doing it through code. Mm. And then the pipeline pushes it out the other end and updates your website you know so and it's it's quite niche but it's quite popular as well a lot of people want to know how to do some of those things and yeah, when okay, you so dogs, yeah go bite-sized bits of information uh while, yeah. while you're there with your with your sandwich yeah so there's there's literally 40 minutes maybe less um it's it's a quick intro it's it's, it's into the demo and it, and you can follow along um if, if you're quick enough or you're, or you're ready i try and in in the chat i would tell people this is what i'm using this is what i've got I've got this stuff set up beforehand. So if you want to join and, and follow along, you know, you can. And all the code's available in GitHub, so everyone can just download it and yeah. you know, a real sort of sense of get involved if you want. You know, okay, cool. that's there. So that's that's um was that something that came out of one of your, your, your dog walks then, a uh, <laughs> lunchtime session? Well there's it, I think it did actually, yeah. There was but there was a few there was another um again out of all these different meetups and all these different topics. Um, was like a little mini training course for a day where you actually go in and you create all of these different components. And in the end, you press the commit button in Git and it just does a whole CI CD workflow for you and does testing everything, you know, in one day. Um, so again, that came out of a walk on <laughs> dog because you, you, you can go to training, you know, and there's, there's lots of specific training things for specific subjects, but nothing that kind of covered, at least this was a couple of years ago now, nothing that covered that entire workflow from start to finish so it's just little things like that it's finding like a little niche where there's a gap and and again we, i post a lot of how-to videos on youtube and i noticed that a lot of people were having trouble i've been through the docs myself for installing the awx operator which is kind of the upstream ansible tower and 
everyone, I went for it myself and I couldn't get it to work. And I was thinking, what, what am I missing here? And then I went back for everything, broke it all down, got it working, created a YouTube video of all the steps from their website. And then the bits they missed at the end to say, well, if you do this and now do this, it works. And it's had like 2000 views in five weeks, 45 likes, 37 pretty, um, you know, good comments, asking questions. So it's, you know, it's just like trying to fill that, find a little gap that someone's missed and yeah, okay. fill it. And then it sort of takes on a life of its own as well. And I, you, you mentioned earlier how uh, one of your last talks was on network automation where you, you're not yeah. necessarily an expert yourself. So obviously part of this for you is finding those guests. Um, and you <laughs> mentioned now that it's uh, a bit more global. That's brilliant. But um, is is that something you've found easier or more difficult in current times? It's the hardest thing to do. It really is the hardest is, thing to do. You know, is, it all, is it always hard? Code um, or not? I've so I started doing so I've got a GitHub issues page where I ask people look if you want to give a talk put an issue up and then describe your talk what you're going to talk about and stuff and then I can get in contact with them and say oh this talk this sounds great when are you available you know and 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 it's a way for people to sort of miss me out and just go straight there instead of coming to me straight away um but yeah finding a speaker is very difficult um a lot of it is just through messages on LinkedIn you know you do a post on the company page and share it and people will have a chat or I know someone or, or they'll at someone else in the in the comments um but yeah finding finding people is always hard I've got a couple of like HashiCorp are really good I've, I've got a guy I know who works there and they've provided people for Terraform, Boundary, um, Waypoint so I've done talks on those um but a lot, a lot of the time it has to be open source as well um I've had a few people ask if they can do talks and when when you actually look at the product and what it can do you know it it a lot, a lot of the time it is probably quite a good product, but it's not free. And the trial, it's like a trial license as opposed to free to use for, for, for me personally on one server. You know, it's, um, and it, I prefer things to be open source and to be able to be used by everybody. You know, if you're a big company, you can get enterprise support. You can you can go to that next level and pay the money. But for, for individuals that want to learn how to use something and improve their CV, then, yeah. Open source is definitely the way to go. Yeah, you don't want something sounding a bit too salesy, do you? Um, when you're actually no, exactly. I don't want to, again, I, I feel like a, it's almost like a reputation to protect as well. Mm. You know, I don't want to give over half an hour to to people talk. Yet, it's not a sales pitch. You know, I mean, these tools speak for themselves. When you use Terraform or some of these other tools, they're just great. You know, and there's some challenges that you have to overcome if you start to scale out that deployment, and that's where the enterprise. Um, products coming you know and that's where you go and get some help from the, the guys and that's when you start paying the money but, but generally you're in a position to you know when you're just learning out and just starting you you don't want to be able to, you, know, you don't want to pay any money you want to just do it at home on your own <laughs> yeah of course yeah. Did, did you pick up um more topics and more speakers um before the pandemic um, i presume you bump into someone at a meet, meet up um, you've got to come on and chat i'd say it's still um it's hard there was a one guy Solomon, he he wanted to do a talk, but he didn't know what to, he didn't necessarily have a subject he wanted to do a talk on. And I said, you know, I really like JQ, which is a way of parsing JSON data, and you can pull out some really you can because when you see it, it's just this mesh of stuff on the screen, and you think, cracky, what is that? And it's really difficult. A lot of if you don't know JQ, you have to use things like awk to pull out different bits of information. It's a real pain, um, but if you use JQ, it's really easy and quick. Um, so I, I said this would be really beneficial to a lot of people if you could investigate jq and do a talk on it 
it'd be great you know and he did and he went off and he did his did some research i think he probably uses it now as part of his everyday life because it's it's that good yeah. and his video is online it's had hundreds of views and i, I go back to it for my own reference <laughs> i can't remember everything it's really you know i'm getting old now um so i tend to make a lot of notes and stuff but i can actually go back to that video and go back to his example and use it as reference for stuff that i'm doing now yeah it's really good you know yeah, so just proving and, how useful that is yeah it is and, and i'm sure other people he's had hundreds of views i'm sure it's been useful to a lot of people i think i even recommend it i say if you don't use jq watch this video download the code test it out and then you'll be off you'll be doing your own stuff. it will change your world it will oh, people that i've introduced it to watch this video and they're like but i was using orc before and it's really painful absolutely oh, sort of horrible um but using jq is yeah very quick and easy you know that's just right. one of the benefits hopefully it's yeah. it's helped a few people yeah. so that i mean that's one thing that that came out of just uh, uh an old school meetup let's say um yeah what do you what do you think the future is going to be like? And I know it's uh, it, it's it's early days. We're we're just sort of starting to come out of this in England, but there's a long road yeah. to go. I are think, they um, going to change yeah. forever? And maybe even expos as well. Are they? Are we going to get back to that normality? I almost feel like once we're so the pandemic has changed how people work. So I I think very you know, a small percentage of the people that were in work five days a week will go back to five days a week. Most people will probably do two or three days. It probably won't be a Monday, probably won't be a Friday. You know, it'll be the, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, be chock-a-block on the trains and the rest of the other, the other days will be yeah. late. Um, I think that once people realise kind of the pandemic is over, whenever that is, and I don't think we're there yet, maybe six months or even a year's time, I almost feel like they'll, for a few months, everyone will be doing everything. You know, they'll be coming to meetups and networking and being in a room with people again um but at the same time because they've gone online they've kind of opened it up to a newer a broader audience that aren't necessarily geographically located where you are um so i think that there will still be a need to sort of have a hybrid meetup yeah, and the facility yeah the facility to to try and live stream it if you can and it's easier said than done um it's yeah because then you can still take live questions from people you know having a video yeah, i don't know if you've ever watched a meetup after the event but it's probably never as exciting as being there i guess either in person or, or live you know to get your questions answered so um i think there will be meetups there, will, there won't be as many people going there you know you'll it'll, i used to run mine on a thursday but people aren't going to want to do a thursday i don't think it'll have to probably be like a tuesday or a wednesday you know i'll have to see how it works and I know other people that run other meetups. I, I, I can see when they're all being scheduled and you can sort of have a look at what days and now getting picked and all that stuff. I think the lunchtime meetups can still stay. They might be quite good for the niche one subject, you know, people that want to know about one thing. That might be quite good. Um, and then, yeah, in-person meetups with streaming. It'd be interesting to see how we adapt. And you make a very good point on live streams, actually, because uh even with a, a big event you know you could think about maybe scaling back the the physical audience a bit but having people across the world joining and we've seen it on tv haven't we on game shows where they've got the wall of people watching uh, yeah maybe it'll end up like that yeah I, it's funny because when you see it you you know without an audience you think it's gonna it's not gonna work and when you see that what you've just described it does actually add a bit more it does add a bit more like there are people there watching and you feel like I guess part of something that is a bit bigger as opposed to just being there on your own looking at a screen yeah 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 
So what's what's around the corner for you? Have you got uh, things in the pipeline? Any any topics coming up? Um, yeah, so we're into summertime now. So kids off school, people going on holiday. So it's not a good idea to have a meetup now because people people are busy. You know, it's yeah. that busy time of year. But I've got I've got one guy lined up early September. Um, he's actually created. I was trying to do this myself, and then I found someone else that could do it, and I thought that's really good. <laughs> um, it's creating Windows servers like domain server, LDAP, uh, DNS server using Vagrant. So you could do it on your home PC and Vagrant is another HashiCorp product for infrastructure as code. And the talk will be getting him to, to go through his code, um, like, and just go into like the, the demo to build it initially and then to go into different use cases. I think I'm going to do the whole thing on just him. It'll yeah. be an evening meetup. He lives in Switzerland, so he's not even in the country. Um, but it will just be an opportunity for him to go through that use case. Cause he even provides dummy data into, into DNS and into AD and it's like, okay, well, how can he, he built it as a test environment for his Oracle databases? Um, so I'd quite like maybe a couple of other use cases. You know, if you can do that at home and set up AD and integrate with it with different products and understand that, then that would, um, I think that would help a lot of people because normally you just get sort of the AD admin, you know, and you have to ask questions of him and how to interact and what to do. But if you kind of have that understanding yourself, I think it'll just make it will make. Um, your understanding of your product and how it integrates even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sound, sounds great, but you, you obviously like <laughs> So let's in, let's enjoy a bit of British summer while it lasts. Yeah, uh, yeah. there won't be any meetup scheduled until September. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> well, um, where can people find you as well um, if, if they do have a subject that they'd like to talk to you about and potentially be one of your guests? Um, just email me at dennis at londoniac.co.uk or the www.londoniac.co.uk website um we're on youtube as well i expect if you just put london iac into a google chat uh, google um, window you'll you'll see it um but again if anyone wants to start up their own meetup um i'd probably say just you know just do it because there, there are a few niches out there that haven't been i guess tapped you know tapped into yet um but it isn't actually a free thing to do um you can do it free small scale um but as soon as you hit like 20 plus, I can't remember the exact number, but it's about 20 or 30 members. You then have to start paying a meetup. And it's about 80 pound a quarter, 90 pound a quarter, uh, a, a half year. So it's about 180 pound. But a lot of the time, if you want to get a venue, um, and I, I can put you in touch with organizations that will host like online or even potentially have venues available. Um, yeah. And be prepared to maybe give a talk yourself or two <laughs> just to fill in because <laughs> sometimes unless you've got a lot of people that want to talk about your particular subject you know brilliant that's great um but there will be times when they're not available so be prepared to stand up yeah it's gonna say it sounds like being like a yeah. comedy compare or something yeah just be prepared to have a five minute slot ready to go <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. well brilliant look i think that's that's really good there i'm, I'm sure hopefully um, um people will watch out and you can be very helpful um yeah. and dennis thanks for for joining us today best what's to come and for you for spreading the the meetup and community spirit as well nice work though thanks for having me joe and yeah if you want to do a talk get in touch love to hear from you <laughs> Excellent. thanks very much Sorry.